Welcome to Crisis to Come Back, your Western Colorado climate action podcast. Each episode addresses climate change in Western Colorado with a focus on Delta County. This season of Crisis to Come Back, you'll hear interviews and conversations from local voices in our community, government, renowned scientists, and experts in Western climate. This podcast was made possible in part of the West Elk Community Fund and Citizens for a Healthy Community. I'm your host, Corey Stanton. In this episode of Crisis to Come Back, I'll be talking with Pete Kopenschlag from the Colorado Farm and Food Alliance. Let's dive right into the interview. Pete, you recently released a climate report on the Gunnison River Basin titled Ground Zero in the Climate Emergency. Can you talk a little bit about why you did this report? I know it's very in-depth, but can you give us sort of an elevator pitch? Uh, Sure. Thanks, Corey. So uh, the Colorado Farm and Food Alliance worked on this report for over a year and a half, and the whole idea uh, behind it was basically first for us to get an understanding of how the climate crisis was showing up here in the Gunnison River Basin, including the North Fork Valley, and then also to to be able to convey that message uh, out, out to the public, to policymakers, to our partner groups that we want to work with and trying to craft some uh, solutions. And that's kind of the other uh, purpose of the report is to show that there are right now important, potent avenues uh, for climate action that we could be and should be and need to be uh, taking. And so that was kind of our whole uh, purpose and mission behind uh, putting out that report. I'm curious, what would you say to someone accusing you, let's just throw you under the bus here for a second, what would you say to someone that's accusing you of being fear-mongering by bringing light to climate change? Um, as it turns out, that's not hypothetical. I have been accused of, of fear mongering. Uh, our report looks at available science. It takes data from uh, really uh, the leading research institutions and uh, c- various compendiums like the Intergovernmental Panel on Climate Change, uh, various reports that have come out, their sixth assessment in the last few years, and really um, takes that available data that anyone uh, can look at, and that is actually well-referenced and footnoted in our report. And then we just uh, take that data and learn from it what we can about this region. And so um, it is not fear-mongering to uh, explain what science is now telling us with high confidence is occurring in our region, Uh, but it is a failure of leadership uh, and a failure of imagination to not step up to that challenge and that necessity for action. Before we started the interview, you mentioned you wanted to talk about next steps and what's next. I'm curious if you can talk a little bit about tangible resources for rural communities like Delta County and how that might play into what's coming up next with the Colorado Farm and Food Alliance. Yeah, thanks. So Again, the purpose of the report was first to inform us, and then it was to be able to inform other folks, and then it was to kind of outline uh, paths for action, both uh, kind of broadly speaking, but also uh, for our own programming. And so we're focused really on three things, and I think the first one really fits, uh, overlaps with the work that uh, CHC is doing, 
And that's that we're encouraging local governments, and that's towns and counties, uh, to work together and to plan for and address climate change. Uh, that means both mitigation and adaptation. So uh, reducing emissions or eliminating emissions and uh, managing carbon through increasing natural uptakes, uh, soils, healthy forests, those sorts of things. Uh, those are strategies we can be doing right now, and we really need to. Um, we want to highlight, and this is where the next step comes in, in addition to encouraging this action uh, through our local elected leaders, we, we want them to be leaders on this issue. That's what we're asking. But the second part is that it is a lack of effort and a lack of leadership that is preventing us from doing more, right? There are all sorts of opportunities that exist right here in Delta County across the Gunnison River region to really lean into climate action. There are more federal funding, uh, more federal funding available now than ever before through like the Inflation Reduction Act, the infrastructure law that really will allow places like Delta County to step up and to take some action to prepare for what we know is coming and to be a player in helping to reduce emissions and thereby mitigate uh, the further extent of this crisis. And for the Farm and Food Alliance, we're focused really in three specific uh, places. And one is uh, rural renewables. Uh, another is uh, working to help uh, local farms uh, move into uh, more regenerative practices and to uh, make sure that farmers that are using those practices are directly benefiting from them as well as the benefit they're providing to the climate and ecosystem. Uh, and then the third part is uh, working to make sure that we protect and restore our natural lands and watershed lands here in the North Fork Valley and the Gunnison Basin. So those are kind of our big three focuses. And in our report, we show that they are actually all super effective strategies for addressing climate change. Great. And so if say a farmer rancher hears this podcast and they're like, hey, we're wanting to explore more of a regenerative approach. Can they reach out to you? They can. We're in the process right now of standing up program that will really be available and cranking next year in 2024. But we do want to hear from folks. We particularly want to learn what would be most useful and practical for people. Uh, what practices they're ready to step into, but maybe are running into challenges that we could uh, figure out ways to help resolve and that sort of thing. That's what would be most useful for us now because we're actually in the process of standing that up. And what would be the best way for people to reach out to you? Yeah, folks are more than welcome to contact me uh, directly or Elizabeth, who is running a lot of this program work. And that would be my name, Pete or Elizabeth, either one of us at colofarmfood.org. So that's C-O-L-O-F-A-R-M-F-O-O-D dot org. And you can just email either of us and uh, we'd be glad to, to try to get you plugged into what we're doing. Perfect. And I'll make sure to have those emails really accessible on our platform. How do you respond to people who say that drought and high temperatures are normal in the West and cyclical? Uh, droughts and high temperature are cyclical and you could say normal in the West. Uh, the problem is that's layered on top of unprecedented heating that is causing a, not only a global climate 
catastrophe, but here in the U.S. Southwest, uh, multi-century drought that we're in, and we know this is true through all sorts of uh, different fields of science. So it's not just one field of science that confirms this, it's pretty much every field of science that's looking at it that is confirming this. So. I think another point to add is that it is particularly places that are at margin, say between the Southern Rockies and the Colorado Plateau province, that are going to be most quickly impacted by the effects of climate change. So these areas where the desert meets the mountains are where aridification and drought are a particular risk, along with uh, extreme temperature variations and things like that, that we're already seeing. We are already seeing those right here in the North Fork Valley, right here in Delta County. Uh, but this is all like predicted. It's all like the science tells us we're going to see these occurrences happening with more frequency. In fact, the science told us this decades ago that we were going to see this happening with more frequency. And we're seeing it very much like that science did predict. Mm -hmm. And can you talk a little bit about how Delta County might be able to step into a leadership position? Again, the Colorado Farm and Food Alliance really kind of looked at three broad avenues. All those are places that Delta County and this region are particularly well suited to but they're certainly not the only places that uh, Delta County and the, the governments and businesses and, and communities here could be stepping up and leading on climate action. A big part is accepting that climate change is real and that action is a necessity. It's not a choice at this point. That if we want to stay here in Delta County, uh, for the long term, and not even the long term, really the medium term, right? If we want to project ourselves and our families out here 50 years into the future, then we need to act now, and we need to act with an urgency that we've never undertaken before because it's a challenge that we, the scope of which we have never addressed. And, and that's just what the science, again, is telling us. It's not fear-mongering. It is just a statement of what I understand to be fact. Yeah. And the title of this podcast is Crisis to Comeback. Do you think that we're past the point or do you think we could achieve this comeback? What's interesting I find in the science is that, my understanding of the science, because I'm not a scientist, is that there is a window for action that is rapidly closing. In that window for action, we have current technologies and practices that could make the difference, that could shift us away from that really cataclysmic trajectory that we are currently on. The plans on the books for current fossil fuel development in the United States, for current fossil fuel development around the world, far exceeds our ability to maintain that window, to stay within a two degrees Celsius and maybe even a 2.5 degree threshold at this point. With just the fossil fuel projects currently on the books that are moving in towards development. And so that's really the, the issue here is that we have an opportunity to act, but to take that opportunity, we need to have political will. And until we have the political will to act, that window will just keep shutting and it's shutting quicker and quicker each day, which I think this last year has really started to show us this summer. Mm -hmm. Thank you so much. Yeah, absolutely.
Thanks for doing this. That was Pete Kobenschlag from the Colorado Farm and Food Alliance. You've been listening to Crisis to Come Back, your Western Colorado climate action podcast, produced and hosted by me, Corey Stanton, and occasionally co-hosted by Alan Harvey. Crisis to Come Back is a local and regional weekly short-form podcast that explores the impacts of climate change and the state of warming in Delta County and Western Colorado, and local climate actions taken by individual citizens, businesses, and government. Get informed, inspired, and empowered by listening to these short episodes and become a part of the solution to addressing our rapidly changing local climate. This podcast was made possible in part by the West Elk Community Fund and Citizens for a Healthy Community. If you have questions, comments, or want to learn more about this podcast, please reach out to us by emailing crisis to come back at chc the number four you.org. Thank you for listening. Thank you.